Hey, Brock, how are you? Doing well, John. How are you? Good. I don't have any like topics today, but it's been a few weeks since we took a little hiatus. You were on vacation. I was on a kind of vacation and uh, just wanted to catch up with you. Yeah, man. Well, how was your, uh, your family trip? It was pretty good. Traveling with children is, uh, I, I expected it to be very different from when I do my usual quick business trips, but uh, man, it is, it is a whole different logistics nightmare, but it worked out. No major issues, uh, although we did find out that – so if you travel with a child under two in the States, it's free. You just They sit on your lap, no problem. But when you travel internationally, you have to pay the taxes of their infant seat. And so when I got to the airport, I had a bigger bill than I was expecting because I thought it, they were flying for free. So I was like, oh, hmm. whoops. Is that standard like every pretty much everywhere besides the States? Uh, I guess the international flights, they're, they're looking to – get their their tax money but i talked to somebody else on an airline uh, i i always fly delta but i talked to somebody else who fly united, flew united and they said yeah you gotta pay for them too so i had uh i was able to apply a lot of my my field tests at the same time i was wearing like ministry of supply i was wearing the blazer i got these new shoes from wolf and shepherd that i i'm going to be highly recommending to people because I had an excellent experience with those, and so I got to do some field tests and, and do some channel work while also traveling for work and then also having a little vacation with my family, so good stuff. Nice, nice. Yeah, I was at, uh, I think not too long ago, we talked about um, the length of shorts and swim trunks, and I was in uh, on an East Coast beach in Delaware called Dewey Beach. Um, actually, you, you, you probably know all those beaches, like Rehoboth, Dewey, and... Uh, you know, Ocean City and and uh, and all those places, and I noticed that I, I hadn't been to at least those beaches in a while, and I noticed that guys are wearing shorter, more fitted swim trunks in general. Uh, like it, it was it was almost weird to see someone with the long baggy, uh, you know, board shorts. At least like someone under forty. So I thought that was kind of cool. You know, mo moving in the right uh, direction collectively. Yeah, I think as companies and brands stop making those types of shorts and then guys are like, well, I guess I got to buy these. But yeah, I've noticed that too is the more that I've been uh, at the pool this summer, you see you see more and more appropriately fitting shorts. I love your example in the one article that you have where uh, you show the three celebrities and you're like, uh, you know, Ben, a little bit big. I can't remember the three you did. It was, I think it was Michael Fox and you're like, oh, a little big on Michael, but then this guy nails it. I was like that uh, example. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. That's because that, that's that's one time when you get to see celebrities probably dressing themselves. You know, probably making their own style decisions and just wearing whatever they think is comfortable. So I I think in that example it was it was Tom Cruise who was getting it right, which isn't always the case with him, but but he looks good when he does. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm actually I got swim trunks on right now. I came back from the pool and uh, they're my short Everlane shorts that I really like. Oh, nice. Oh, I, I took I took a pair of uh, outlier new way shorts to the beach, and uh, put those put those through the ringer. I, I got them definitely got them wet um, in the ocean. You know, wore them. I don't know every other day, sometimes two three days in a row, and uh, and then put them through the wash for the first time. And those those are some durable shorts. <laughs> They're you you have the uh, outlier pants, right? Oh, the pants, the uh, dungarees, the slim dungarees they make are uh, my favorite. I mean, they're 
their technical fabric prowess, I think, is what really propels them into the high prices that they have. But they're, they're justified prices just because of, I mean, it's the same thing with those Mack Weldon trunks that I really like is the fabric is great. Uh, you can tell that it's going to last a while. So you like the shorts then maybe I'll have to get myself uh, a pair of their swim trunks. Yeah, I, I think they're great. And, and they have, um, yes, yeah, I mean, you, you get, you know, you get what you pay for. They even have like a little drawstring uh, inside. So, you know, you could wear a belt, I guess, if you were wearing them, um, you know, with like a, a button up or something, but you don't have to. So you can use a little drawstring, like if you're going in the water. Um, but they do have another. My only problem with them is they're like a little wide for, for my legs. So they have another uh, another silhouette. I think it's called the freeway um, that they said is like noticeably more tapered. So I think I'm going to try a pair of those too. But yeah, that, that was my first experience with, uh, with Outlier, and I was pretty happy with it. That's cool. So you had a relaxing vacation before you came back to your fresh new studio? Yeah, nice, nice little time with the family, and uh, yeah, then I'm, I'm moving into the, to the new studio this week. Got to get some furniture and stuff, and uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna be cool to have a dedicated space. The lighting is amazing in there, um, and so I think I'm gonna be able to crank out some, some content. It's also, it's the room is big enough to do like a full body outfit shot, so I could do, you know, in a uh, landscape mode. So I can actually, you know, show a full outfit in landscape mode, widescreen. So it's going to be nice, but I'm probably probably two weeks out from having it all set up. Do you think having that space is going to help you mentally? Like when you go there, you know that it's time to work and time to crank things out. Do you think that'll that alone in itself might just be worth having the extra space? Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to help decouple work and, and life a little bit because right now my office is in the living room. And my photo space is in the guest room, so it's like, you know, no real dedicated space. So I think it's going to be, uh, it's going to be great, you know, logistically and also just, I don't know, mentally. So wait, how far is it from where you live? Can you boost to it? Could boost. Need, need, need the board, but uh, but yeah, could boost. It's about, it's like a ten minute drive. Um, so maybe, I don't know, three miles if that. Um, so yeah, definitely boostable. I actually don't have, so I have to get something because right now I, I share a car with, with my girlfriend and so I either need to get a car, uh, or a boosted board. So, or both, you know, <laughs> or like a, or an e-bike. True. True. Yeah. Yeah. Could, could get that. My, my only, I'm leaning towards a car only because I kind of want something that has some storage space. Like could like, cause like right now I have to move my desk, you know, stuff like that. It'd be cool to have something big enough to throw stuff in the back, and it'd also be nice to have something that you could take when it's raining or ridiculously hot outside. You know? Oh yeah, both things that you experience uh, your 110 degree weather out there. Exactly, exactly. I was, you know, I was looking at that. I was looking at the uh, BMW i3. I think we talked about that, but um, the only thing I wasn't sure of is the the trunk space or the the storage space. Oh, you can fit as much in there as any full size sedan or car like you you fold those back seats down you've got a full i mean you could fit you fit a lot of stuff in there i've taken that to the hardware store before and brought stuff home okay nice listen i could do a 40 minute podcast gushing about my car but uh we'll we'll leave it at that i would say go for it i love i freaking i love that car <laughs> yeah nice yeah i was looking at that and uh and uh the x1 is actually also pretty cool that's like their, their little tiny SUV. 
and then some other, you know, less expensive brands that are, might be a more practical choice for me at this at this point. But I'd say, of, uh, I'd say go for a mini. A mini, like the little uh, the Countryman or whatever. Well, Countryman's the big mini, but the mini, like um, the the Clubman, is the smaller one, or even just like the little. I get well. I guess if your goal is to have storage space, then the mini's not the one. But if you get a little coupe, I mean, I could see you. I could see you in a sweet little mini coupe. Yeah, I, you know, I was looking at uh, I was looking at hatchbacks. I was I was looking at like the Mazda three hatchback, um, small SUVs like Subaru Crosstrek, you know, stuff like that that could handle uh, handle some snow if if needed. Have a little bit of storage space, you know, kind of fun to drive, but um, I don't know. We'll see. My my brother, my, actually, both my younger brothers just bought my my dream car, the Lexus IS250. So one one half of me wants to buy something totally practical, the other half wants to one up them and just get like a Mercedes. <laughs> oh no, I think uh, I think you go with a little electric car. It's, the if you get the i3, it's gonna be faster than their Lexus, so you you'd beat them at a drag race. That's true. That's true. But I really just wanted the Tesla Model Three. I wish the I wish they were just selling those already. Oh, don't we all? This is the yeah. nerd, this is the nerdiest car podcast anybody's heard. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's funny though because you I, I've been looking at all these reviews on YouTube of cars and like like I I think like yours was good for the for the BMW because you're talking about some you know practical things like that I think most people care about you know the interior gas mileage how how far it can go on a charge stuff like that storage space you look at these reviews on on YouTube and they're like, well, it only has this much horsepower and it's underpowered and like, well, it's like, dude, 90% of people buying a car don't care about the engine. And like, as long as it, like most new cars are going to be fine. They're going to be fun to drive and responsive and everything. So I don't know. I, I feel like call, call me, you know, unmanly, but I don't really care about any of that stuff. I just kind of care about like, you know, the interior and how it looks and storage space and gas mileage, stuff like that. Yeah, and I think that's why The Verge has really boosted into a new stratosphere for technology because they don't talk about it. I mean, they definitely cover like some of the processor and, and storage space, but they really talk about like, here's this thing that you're going to use in your life as a device and here's how it works. And that's that's how I try to approach clothing as well. It's like, hey, look, if you're going to buy these pants, this is why you're going to spend the money on them and this is why you're going to like them instead of saying like, well, the 120s wool on this suit is blah, blah, blah. That's what... I've never been that interested in it, and so I guess that that comes through in in what I do. Yeah, same thing with that. I mean, even like shoes. I mean, like a lot of people say, like, oh, well, you know, those are no good because they're late construction instead of Goodyear. It's like, first of all, do you know the difference? And like, you know, second, how many times you had a shoe resold? Most guys have never done that and will never do that. And also, you know, you can get Blake resold anyway. But but you know, stuff like that, where I think people are just kind of like, you know, reciting things that they've heard on blogs and stuff. And it's like, let's. Let's keep it practical here. <laughs> are they comfortable? You know, are they worth the money? Yeah, I should make that part of my banner. Practical, practical shit. Practical talks. There you go. Trademark that. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. I'm glad. I'm glad we're back. We're connected. I think I'll be able to keep up with. Uh, I think we got uh, seven more episodes in our in our limited run, and uh, I think we'll be reaching out for everybody's feedback. Probably on the next one. I want to make sure I get my ducks in a row to uh, collect some some good feedback on that one. But we want to hear from you guys on what you like, what you don't like, that kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. I've, I've had um, had a few people comment on the YouTube channel, you know, asking when our next episode is coming out. So we took a little break. So I know we have at least some people who look forward to this, and uh, 
you know, I, I definitely look forward to recording them. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's a fun little experiment. Yeah. If anything, I think we'll just keep the time scheduled and you and I will just talk even if we don't, don't record it. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's, I mean, it could be the kind of thing where, you know, if we, if we get somebody else to, to come in great and if not, we'll just, just catch it up. Thank you for listening to the Buttoned Up Podcast, a collaboration between John Shanahan of The Cavalier and Brock McGough of Modest Man, and we will see you next week.